Welcome back to Stack the Pads, everyone. Um, what was traditionally a RMU men's and women's hockey podcast sort of canceled, but then sort of brought back. Um, for those of you that don't know uh, what happened with RMU hockey, um, I, you know, the cancellation on May 26th uh, and then brought back uh, just recently after the, uh, the the hiring of Jeffrey Kessler. Today we welcome in Derek Schooley, uh, the only head coach ever in uh, RMU men's hockey history. So you can imagine how you know impactful this is. This recent news has been to him. Derek, how are you doing? Just overall, um, holding up in general. Well, it's been a it's been a roller coaster of a last I guess fifty something days. You've been uh, uh, lows to highs to lows to highs and. You know, everywhere in between, and uh, I know it's uh, not just myself, but uh, uh, the rest of the staffs were impacted, uh, all the players, men's and women's, but uh, we're working through it, and we feel that we've got a clear path to, to getting the programs back. We're not there yet, but uh, we've got a lot of people doing a lot of good things, a lot of people working hard to hopefully get the uh, uh, final good news sometime uh, before July 31st. And, and approaching very fast uh, is that July 31st, uh, I, I guess, deadline, if you want to say. Um, that's something I, I was <clears throat> a little confused on when there was, you know, the, the press release that was sent out by the university itself. So the plan was that, you know, RMU sort of went back on their word. Um, they're now trying to fundraise $7 million over the next five million or five years uh, to try and keep the programs. But they want... Uh, uh, they're going to look at the numbers on July 31st. What exactly does that mean um, in terms of like what what um, is there is there a specific number that you're looking at for they're looking at for July 31st? The the definition we've been given is significant progress towards raising that seven million, and we've got uh, a lot of people out. Uh, I wouldn't say working the phones, but we've got a lot of people out uh, talking to people through. All, all different avenues to, to try to uh, secure pledges. We've got, uh, we're looking at five-year pledges. Uh, nobody's collecting any money right now until the uh, the programs officially come back. But uh, Pittsburgh College Hockey Foundation uh, has done an outstanding job. Logan Biddle, who mm-hmm. uh, was a, a player of mine, was a, a women's assistant coach, now works for the Pittsburgh Penguins Elite has done a, an outstanding job on his end from Pittsburgh College Hockey Foundation. Um, T.J. Brown from uh, the Associate Athletic Director in charge of fundraising um, is doing a, an outstanding job from the university. And then Chris King, the athletic director, is, is out there uh, doing the exact same thing. And I'm kind of working with both uh, groups, kind of a, a liaison between the two to, to try to help uh, facilitate this, talking to alums, talking to contacts in the community, talking to hockey community people. And um, it's just looking like we need to show significant progress towards the 7 million. Okay. Uh, Pittsburgh College Hockey Foundation, of course, something that was created just, you know, in these past couple of months. When, uh, when was the conversation around creating that organization uh, when did that come into fruition? When did you guys say, hey, we need to create an organization here to try and resurrect these teams? Well, I, I have nothing to do with uh, the Pittsburgh College Hockey Foundation. That was a, a group of uh, alums, uh, a group of uh, supporters, boosters, hockey community, uh, school uh, faculty, 
a lot of different uh, people that came together and said we want to save these teams and I'm still uh, I'm working under a, a severance agreement with Robert Moore so I didn't feel that I should be involved in that but I can tell you the the people that are involved in it are doing an, an outstanding job a passionate job and and uh, working extremely hard and now that the the university has has uh, agreed to partner with the foundation uh, I can say they've done the same thing TJ Brown has, has been out there working it really hard uh, you see posts from the athletics you see posts from the uh, campus and I think uh, the partnership is is working the way it's supposed to be and um, I think the, the university's done a, uh, a really good job of embracing the foundation as an outsider looking in and, and talking with both groups absolutely um you know it, it's it's something we do have to mention is the hiring of Jeffrey Kessler and how that was you know it impacted this this decision uh, that RMU went back on their word. It was 16 days after, <clears throat> excuse me, 16 days after Kessler was hired that RMU went back on their plan. Um, Kessler, of course, won a, a lawsuit against the NCAA nine nothing, and he also represented Tom Brady back in the Deflate Gate scandal. Um, when did the idea of taking legal action come into fruition? I don't know how you know uh, closely you were involved in this, um, but you know when did you get word that this was happening? I was not involved in this one bit. Um, I think there was always uh, people that had mentioned uh, attorneys and lawyers from day one, but I I found out like literally when everybody else found out. Yeah, I was like, wow. Um, when that dropped, it was uh, it was something that uh, was was surprising and shocking. And but I can tell you that uh, uh, there were people that. Uh, that uh, had discussed that and, uh, since day one, but uh, I don't. I said it was uh, reading Tim Ben's article uh, on that morning was uh, was uh, was a kind of a wow moment to myself as well. But I said I'd heard rumors, but uh, nothing that I could be involved in, or nothing that I knew just substantially. Absolutely, I'm in the same boat as you. Um, another, you know, shocking development came when uh, uh, Murray Gunty of Black Bear Sports. Uh, made a pitch to buy the Island Sports Center and get these teams back on board. Um, another thing that I, I, you know, I suppose you don't really have much involvement of that you just kind of reacted to. Um, what was your initial reaction to seeing all that and what that could have potentially been? Of course, that uh, was shut down by the university, though. Yeah, once again, something that I, I didn't know anything about other than, than uh, reading it online. But I can tell you, Murray Gunty is is very well respected in the, the hockey community. He owns a, a North American League hockey team, the Maryland Black Bears. He owns the Youngtown Phantoms in the United States Hockey League and owns a, a lot of arenas. And uh, Murray Gunty is, is a name that is known throughout the hockey community. So uh, to see him want to help was uh, um, something that uh, was uh, 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 exciting and promising, but obviously... Uh, the university felt that there was um, the arena made sufficient money for significant money for the university, and they wanted to hold on to it. Absolutely. Um, so one of the you know the reasons that uh, Chris Howard kept mentioning uh, in the call that he had with the media 
uh, on why the, the program was cut initially on May 26 was the Island Sports Center and how um, it, you know, it's not on campus. It needs renovations and things like that. As a coach, what do you think, what is your personal opinion on the Island Sports Center? What do you think it can improve on? What do you, you know, what would you like to see in terms of facilities uh, upgraded uh, potentially in the future? Well, obviously, um, I've been at the Island Sports Center for 18 years, and um, does it have some things that, that that needs work? Yes, but it's it's your home. Yeah, We've done a lot of renovations in the locker room. We feel we've got a, a, a very good locker room area for both men and women. Uh, it's a, it's actually it's a it's it's a lot better than a lot of schools out there. They, uh, from day one, we've we've put a lot of uh, attention into the locker room area. So that's where the, we spend most of our time. So we don't see the everything else that that needs to be fixed via uh, whether it's a chiller plant or or anything uh, up front because our, our time is spent in the back. Uh, would we want a, an on-campus arena? Absolutely. Would we want uh, a state-of-the-art facility? Absolutely. Uh, but it was home. It's the home that you grow to love, and it's the, the home that we've known. So I believe that uh, we were getting good players to come to, to Robert Morris with the Island Sports Center, and I believe if, if this is reinstated, we can do that again. Um, is the, the the, the third sheet uh, that, that has been discussed with the Pittsburgh Penguins exciting? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think uh, to be able to partner with the Penguins would be would be great. The, to be able to be the um, in you know have their practices going on while our practices are going on would be would be outstanding publicity for the university. Obviously, access to everything that they do up there with uh, marketing and season tickets and. And all, and all that kind of stuff would be great for exposure, not only for our hockey program, but for our university. But that's uh, putting the cart before the horse. Yeah. And we need to we need to make sure that we, we raise enough money to get these teams back going, and then we'll we'll deal with what we have. Like I said, we've got a what we feel is a significant home. We've got a a, a nice locker room. We've got a nice uh, lounge. We've got uh, a lot of nice perks at the Island Sports Center, and uh, we can still sell those like we've been selling them previous. Yeah, you mentioned, you know, uh, putting the car before the horse. Uh, a lot of that uh, in anticipation, like there's a lot of questions we don't know how to answer because we still have to, you know, save these teams in the first place. As the head coach of this team, how are you even thinking about the outlook of your team just now? Like it's yeah, I guarantee you, you You take one look at that and you're just like, well, we don't even know if we're going to have a season, you know, what what players are coming back, things like that. How stressful has that been on you? Well, I went, uh, went from what I thought was uh, uh, blondish brown hair to, to gray in the yeah. last 50 days. So it has been uh, uh, stressful. But I will tell you that uh, I've taken the temperature of the room with uh, most of our players to see who would would uh, be willing to come back and, and who, who wouldn't. Um, and it's, it's fluctuating. It fluctuates daily. And um, we're on a, a time crunch right now. And um, I think we could put to, together a, a significant, a, a, a good roster. Um, would it be as good as what we had returning? Absolutely not. We had a, uh, what we felt was a uh, top contender for a championship 
in our locker room will it be will it be there um i wouldn't wouldn't imagine we'd be picked in that same spot but i think we could put together a uh a, a team that we could be very proud of uh, but with all that i mean we've still got to do our job and that's uh what has been thrown in front of us another obstacle is just trying to get money and then we've i've talked to coaches about getting back into the league so there's a there are a lot of things that need to be done um, i do believe it can be done but once again we still have to make sure that we we uh, get out there so if there's any uh, uh people out there with a, the large checkbooks out there that uh, are looking for a good tax donation and uh, tax credits uh reach out to tj brown at uh, army athletics because he will uh we can gladly uh, use anything we can get at this point. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'll, I'll bounce off that a little bit. Um, just with, you know, a lot of support has been given to the Save RMU Hockey, you know. Uh, I don't know what word you would say. A donation, fundraiser, uh, thing, whatever you want to call it, movement. Um, but I will say, you know, just from working these games, and I'm sure you saw it yourself, you've been at every, you know, men's hockey game, of course, there have not been, you know, a tremendous amount of fans in the stands. Obviously, last year you had COVID, um, but at least, for, in my opinion, just from seeing, you know, and I know this just as a student at Robert Morris, a lot of my friends don't even go to games just because they don't feel like it. Um, you know, Penn State will pack the crowd. Playoff games will get you some fans, but... Do you think that, you know, a lot of people are, are too late? Obviously, we didn't know this was going to happen. We didn't know this was an out-of-the-blue, you know, uh, decision by the university. But do you think a lot of people are a little too late to the party here in terms of, well, they should have supported the, you know, the team um, when they were playing? Well, I think it's that uh, you get – it's it's that thing where you, you've got that comfort level in something. Well – I can, I can always go watch them, or I can always do this. So you go to a couple games a year, and um, we did average close to 850 people a game in a, in a what could get 1,100-seat 11, uh, arena. So there we did put a good amount into uh, the crowd. Now, are some better than others? Absolutely. Is it a, a, sometimes a late-arriving crowd? Yes, it is. Um, I remember times looking up in, in warm-ups or in, uh, during the National Anthem and not seeing many people there. And then by the, you look up in the middle of the second period and it's, it's completely full on the, the side where the penalty boxes are. Can it, like I said, is it room to grow? Absolutely. Um, what I would say is um, I think the word movement was uh, the correct term that she struggled for, but I think that that is uh, probably the right, that if we do are able to save these teams, uh, everybody who was 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 on the bandwagon and jumped onto the movement that has been on off Robert Morris hockey um, and has showed support, which has been greatly appreciated. But need to come out now and support the team and, and buy season tickets. There's yeah. no way that that we could not sell the season tickets out right off the bat and show that uh, this wasn't a, a fluke. This wasn't lip service. That there is the support out there for the program and um, if. If Robert Morris Hockey is reinstated, um, I would hope that uh, the hockey community would come out and, and be able to do that right away. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, just to wrap up, um, there it is, folks. For If you're listening into this, um, you know, save RMU Hockey. The fundraisers are out. I'll leave links in the description. 
Uh, the 31st is, you know, the deadline to kind of see where uh, things are at um, and if the program is going to get reinstated or not. And, you know, for the sake of just all these players, coaches, you know, staff members, even at guys like Larry Snyder, the Zamboni drivers, they, they appreciate going to games. And I'll be selfish. I love going to games, too. So let's get these programs reinstated and let's save RMU hockey. Um, again, links will be in the description. Derek, I thank you for joining me. Um, and good luck with uh, trying to put a, a good team out on the ice when we uh, inevitably get these programs back. Well, I hope that uh, the one thing that I'll leave you with, and I appreciate everybody's support from, from day one uh, that this happened since May 26th, mm -hmm. the outpouring of love for uh, our staffs, our players, uh, the program has been outstanding. Uh, but now that we've got a clear and, and clear path to reinstatement, we need to take advantage of that, and we need to make sure that we don't uh, have any regrets. I've had people tell me that, hey, we're going to we'll donate when we get back for vacation. We'll do this. And, uh, we need to get this in ASAP. Time is of the essence right now, and I really believe that uh, we can uh, put together a program that, that Robert Morris is proud of uh, very quickly. Uh, we just need to make sure that we have that program. So let's not put the the cart be in front of the horse and let's get out and, and uh, let's save these programs. But appreciate uh, what uh, you're doing and I appreciate everybody's help. And hopefully uh, we've got a, uh, an opening hockey game in, in October. Absolutely. Well, I wish you the best of luck and uh, take care. Thank you, Owen.